This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Renamic. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being here with us. We have a great show for you today. Uh, it's mostly going to be you, of course, but we have a, a, a video that we want to show you about what occurred at the at the White House today. But before I let me get busy and get on, El Senor Rodnin says, oh, by the way, there is a verdict. And the fact that it has come this quick, it is almost certainly going to be a guilty. My hunch says a guilty on all counts, but we'll see. Anyhow, climate movement, according to Michael Rudnan, climate movement applauds coal miners' demand for just transition green jobs. This was inevitable, but now that it's about to happen, let's just say this comes as a surprise. The largest union of coal miners in the U.S. announced Monday that it would accept a transition from fossil fuels to renewable energy as long as the federal government takes care of the coal workers through the provision of green jobs and income support for those who become unemployed. I have got to read that. I haven't, I hadn't seen that yet, Senor Rodnin, but that speaks to a great alliance. Remember, whenever we unite the barrios, the ghettos, and Appalachia under a program, that that is what we're talking about. If if the Green New Deal folks can get those guys on board, wow, think about what we're talking about here. That is big. I haven't read the article yet. Biden's claim that gun owners support his gun control proposals. These first three uh, out of four gun control proposals have supermajority Poland support, universal background checks on on new gun sales to close the private sale and gun show loopholes will help uh, new gun sales out on the hands of those who shouldn't have them, red flag laws to confiscate guns for cause uh, from wife beaters, etc., and gun licensing, which would necessitate training as an ownership requirement while restoring the well-regulated aspect of the Second Amendment. But the last one that Biden cited about assault weapons bans that includes high-powered rifle and high-capacity magazine doesn't have majority support of gun owners. Numerous surveys show that a vast majority of Americans, including gun owner support, uh, support, let's see, support enhanced background checks. But Biden went too far in claiming that a majority of gun owners also support a ban on assault weapons. The White House could not point to a poll that supports that claim, while a recent uh, post poll that a narrow majority opposes it. The U.S. Strategic Command just casually tweeted about nuclear war. The right-wing bubble went nuts over this. Start Calm does this posture statement every year as a preview to their speech before Congress detailing which countries might use nuclear weapons if the worst-case scenario came around. You can Google their previous examples from years before. Don't get caught up in fear-mongering. This posture statement is a justification for continued funding Stratcom. It's amazing, but we don't get follow-up and the right kind of reporting, as you're going to see when I play that piece from the uh, White House press conference today. You'll see what we're talking about when we talk about these guys need to do things differently. Lastly, uh, U.S. police and public officials donated to Kyle Rittenhouse. That's the guy who shot three, two or three people in, in Kenosha, if I remember correctly. Officers and officials also donated to the fundraiser for far-right 
wing activists and fellow officers accused of shooting black Americans. We have a deep-rooted white supremacist problem in this, pro in this, pro in this country. And, you know, it, 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 it behooves me because I, I had to swat down a few messages today about whether we have that problem. And I'll, I'll try to find it after the next, the next, I play the video. Anyway, Nanette Bird-Smith, welcome aboard. I heard the jury has reached a decision. Yes, they have. British MCP, they did. Yes, they did. Uh, let's see, um, Nanette Bird-Smith, or let's go to British MCP, 430-5 to 5, exactly. Buying them. Eric Hayes says buying them. Buying what? Are we talking about Eric Hayes? Outside with tractor and soil must come inside. <laughs> there is no gun show loophole. Egberto is lying to you again. The gun show loophole says the following. Uh, you Well, here you go talking about me lying. I, first of all, I just read what uh, Rudnins put out there. But let me, let's talk about different loopholes. Here is a loophole. I can go to a gun show, me as a private citizen, look for people there, and sell them a gun without any sort of transition. That's a fact. So while you're, if you're going to state some, make some statements, Mr. Ledeau, at least get your facts straight, okay? It is important that you do so if you're going to maintain any modicum of credibility, my dear brother. Julie Van Assel says, just checking in, liking and sharing. Thank you. Please share, folks. Share, 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 share. I'll catch up with you later. Please pray for the beautiful state of Minnesota and a guilty verdict. I think we got it. I think we got a guilty verdict. I'm premature, but I think we are going to get a guilty verdict. Michael Rudnick says, Egberto, thanks for reading out my initial commentary. Absolutely so. Anytime. Eric Hayes, they do have their foreign policy fund coming with China, Taiwan, and Russia, Ukraine, and North Korea, and Mexico. Daniel Ledo, we have an even deeper-rooted Marxist problem in this country. Way bigger. Oh, my God. Uh, you are, you've really drank the Kool-Aid. Carl Foster, peaceful protesters are ready to burn and loot your city if he goes free. Buying the coal workers with stimulus money. No, paying the coal workers for having powered America, having to suffer from black lungs and not getting what they're, and dying and not getting their due. In other words, pay them for living in a place where we have dumped mercury and all these other chemicals that have polluted not them alone, but their kids? Yeah. Do you think they need to be paid? Yes, they need to be paid. Because while that CEO sat in that tower with the nice, great, beautiful electricity that those coal miners busted their butts for, they were not equally compensated for that darn guy in that, sitting in that clean office taking advantage of those people who work. Carl Cox, Chauvin is guilty of murder, must be sentenced to life without parole. I agree. Tiala Wilson, Daniel, there are multiple loopholes. Thank you very much, Tiana. It's very easy to find if Lido really wants to find them. Uh, Lata Mullen, private gun sales that take a place at gun shows are the loophole. Who's lying now? I mean, you know, we know that. We know that, you know. But I can start. I can go to Walmart pack, uh, parking lot and sell a gun without a background check. It has nothing to do with gun shows. Lying again. <sighs> a person can go to a gun show, set up a booth, and sell as long as they are selling privately. Anyway, welcome aboard. Paul Fleming Sr., welcome to the show. Uh, let's go. Tiala Wilson, Dan Ledo's side facts instead of just spouting what's not true. He doesn't read, sir. He, he, I mean, he listens to what the right wing tells him, and then like a parrot, he tells it again. My brother, follow politics done right. 
read, listen to us. You learn. I promise you, you will become more educated like all our folks out here. Listen to what Radnin has to say. Listen to what uh, Paul Fleming has to say. Listen to what Bridge MCP has to say. Julie Van Astel. These are people that read. They, we, we educate each other because we're willing not to stick to form, but willing to educate ourselves. Bridge MCP, the one person I blocked is Ledo. Took my six months, but couldn't take it. Well, I, I will never block Ledo. Ledo, Ledo. I, I love Ledo, okay? I really do. I, to some extent, I feel, I feel compassion for Mr. Ledo. Uh, QAnon has entered the chat. Okay, tag 777. Welcome aboard. I uh, don't know if I have Lado blocked or if he has blocked me. doesn't matter if we're gone. <laughs> I hear you, brothers and sisters. Anyhow, look, today at the White House, I got so upset. Well, because as it turns out, well, let, let me play this and then we'll take it on the other side. It is clear that Fox News journalism has metastasized into mainstream journalism, and it is upsetting. Uh, today, we had several reporters at the news conference, at the press conference uh, with Jen Psaki, that actually had the nerve to spend most of their times asking about the president's comments who implied that he hopes the, the, the uh, Chauvin is convicted as he should. We all watched Chauvin murder a man in nine minutes and twenty nine sec in, in in nine minutes and twenty nine seconds. We all saw it, and uh, to be complaining about or making a big issue about what Maxine Waters said and what what uh, President Biden said, it's ridiculous because what it shows is that yes, our leaders support not murdering our citizens, but these reporters decided they're going to accept. They are going to start looking like Fox News and trying to make what the president said somehow out of order, what Maxine Waters, Representative Maxine Waters said out of context. Worse is one of the reporters who was in Jen Psaki's skin should have known better. Don't, hasn't she lived it? Let's take a listen to how she, how she queer questioned uh, Saki, but Saki was not going to back down. Saki was going to give the answers as she always does in the proper manner in this particular case as well, both handling Biden and Waters. Go ahead, Kristen. Thank you, Jen. Just to follow mm -hmm. up, the president has talked about the importance of an independent judiciary. Why is it appropriate for him to weigh in on the verdict, even though the jury is... I, I wouldn't think, I don't think he would see it as weighing in on the verdict. He was conveying uh, what many people are feeling across the country, which is compassion for the family, uh, what a difficult time this is, what a difficult time this is for many Americans across the country who have been watching this trial very closely. The jury is sequestered. Uh, that is different from where things stood just yesterday, and he noted that in his comments as well. He, he did call for the right verdict, though. Um, why is it ever appropriate to have any type of characterization before the jury has a say, especially for the president? Again, the we're going to wait for the jury to uh, come to their conclusion, and that is when he will have more extensive remarks about the outcome. This administration, this president, has been very clear in condemning rhetoric that it sees uh, as adding to 
a um, climate of discord, is it a double standard to not condemn or speak out against the comments by Maxine Waters, even if she didn't mean to imply violence? Well, first I would say that um, the Congresswoman has provided further clarification of her own remarks, and I would certainly point you to that. And if we're looking in this scenario, we're looking at a family who has lost someone. They've just watched a trial. They've seen the video play over and over and over again. Uh, families across the country have watched the trial, watched the video play over and over again. Clearly, the impact of trauma and the exhaustion is on communities of color around the country more than it is on others. And the president recognizes this is an extremely painful issue and, of course, um, you know, sympathizes with everyone who feels the grief of George Floyd's passing, as well as the killings of so many other people of color at the hands of law enforcement. And, you know, I think having a conversation with his family yesterday, uh, you know, as someone who has been through trauma himself, uh, that was a big part of their conversation, as I, I believe George Floyd's brother also conveyed. Uh, you know, you feel it, you feel it deeply in your heart, and I think that his comments were a reflection of that. Now, that was completely uncalled for. Kristen Welker should know better than the questions that she asked, especially the one about Maxine Waters, given the implication that somehow what Maxine Waters said was out of order. Maxine Waters clarified, but she didn't have to clarify. You have to push back if you saw somebody murder, murdered and your community still said it is okay to murder that black person. And we have a black reporter that is a seems that seemed to be attempting to show that well I can be impartial on this issue. This has nothing to do about partiality or impartiality. A murder was committed. The president and Representative Walker they understand that there is a huge population out there who feels aggrieved and they need to find out, they need to feel that there are people in power who understand that as well and that even if we have a few people that will somehow liberate a killer because of their own prejudices, that yes, the representative feels your pain. Yes, the president feels your pain. So for a reporter to go out there and be Fox-like in the way they do things, it's amazing. And then so many other reporters did the same thing. Did they forget that a whole lot of people right now won't have their rent to pay after the moratorium is over? Do they forget that there are a whole lot of people that can't pay their medical bills after getting COVID, after being unemployed, or after having not seen a doctor for a long time and now their, their illness has been exacerbated? There are a lot of questions to ask this, report, this, this uh, press secretary that says, how are you going to help Americans in pain? Instead, they seem to believe they are Fox News who concentrate on nothing that makes the lives better for more Americans. Come on, people. Jen Psaki, thank you. You swatted it away just fine. Absolutely so. Absolutely so. I was so proud of Jen Psaki that she didn't fall for the crap. Because the truth of the matter is, uh, uh, she has nothing. F first of all, I, uh, you know, um, Maxine Waters modified her statement. I would not have modified my statement at all. When America wanted to go into Panama because they, that, because, uh, they didn't like what Manuel Antonio Noriega did, they went in with bombers, 
they went in with, they, they tested the stealth fighter in Cologne, my city, and they did all these other things, okay? They didn't ask questions, they reacted. What Maxine is talking about is absolutely true. If for some reason Chauvin was to come back in a, a not guilty or hung jury after the entire world watched him murder a human being, then what should have happened is the protest starts. And you know, I believe in peaceful protests, but if some people break a few things, you, what would you expect if they broken a body? Think about it, people. Think about it. They have broken, they have killed bodies. Think about it. It's so important for people to understand exactly what is going on here. So, I mean, um, so my, my thoughts when I saw that was, wow. Uh, I couldn't believe the White House was acting that sort of a way. Uh, in other words, keep on asking, did Biden, what did, is, is Biden saying that we must have a guilty, a, a guilty verdict? Uh, no, he's saying that if you take a look at what occurred, we didn't even need a trial to tell you the truth. The trial in the case of this particular thing, it's, it's tantamount to somebody walking up, taking a gun and blowing somebody's head off. Do you really need a trial to find out if that person is guilty or not? You don't, but that's the formality of our system. You need a trial. So we present to the trial that the person killed and murdered a person, and they should go to jail. And if for some reason, because of prejudice, they let this guy off, then it means that certain people in this country are not, don't not justifiably get justice. Now, earlier on, we had uh, Daniel Ledo talking about different things, and I, I want to show you an interaction here because I think this is important. You know, Daniel Ledo and, and, and CSEC are two good, uh, good conservative followers of our program. They visit us often. And we had a conversation on Facebook. It's, it's global, so it's okay for me to put here. It's already, they, they made it, all, all their messages they made global. So I, I, I just want to show you something. Uh, I, I, uh, Daniel Ledo posted globally a piece on that 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 showed Abbe Crumby wanting diversity and they have this advertising out and his comment was why specifically does that no his comment was corporations are peddling this marxist fifth to kids now right here in our backyard i am not okay with this all in caps that's what he says i don't know what got him so upset that we are trying to teach our young people to be inclusive, to love everybody. What's so wrong about that? So I normally don't interact, you know, I spend the time to go back and forth with Daniel Ledo or Mike Cisak on, on Facebook because it, you get into a, a, a rat trap. You know, you, you go into a rat hole and every, they, 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 you're shooting at different targets, right? But this one, I, you know, this one kind of touched me. So I said, what specifically does that bother you? Why does that specifically bother you? What am I missing? I want to know what specifically about that ad, and you guys are seeing it on the screen right now. What specifically about that bothers you? Well, it didn't take long. Daniel didn't respond. Mike Cisek did. And Mike Cisek says, Egberto, do you really think the... Let me, let me blow it up a little bit uh, because I think it... I, I want you guys to be able to see it. Probably for me to see it. <laughs> it says, Egberto, do you really think these large corporations believe in such things 
or or they just promoting a lie to go along with the mob. The reason Daniel Ledo has a problem is that it promotes a lie to kids. BLM and Antifa are fascist Marxist groups that would like to use the power of government to impose their ideals on people in society to their advantage. They aren't about equal treatment under the law. They know that if they can keep angry mobs of people going to scare people into submission and such, submission is power over people. You know what is so funny about what Mike Cisek says? I talk about Republicans always projecting. This is what they projected on January 6th. This is what they project when you see them in the streets with their arms, with the AK-47, with all these different things. That is what they are projecting, right? And, and now they want to say that it's us, right? Okay. It is not that I don't understand that being told you have been victim of an invisible boogeyman all your life by a certain, certain political party can make you feel like you have to fight it. And the only way to fight it is with power. Such power, you are told, can only come from that political party in government. That's the lie. The truth is, the Marxist leaders want power over people because they believe they know how to run everyone else's life than those people do. It's the authoritarian mindset, a constant through history. You have to do what the leftist says. Let me, let me qualify. When I talk about projection, capitalists project. Here's what they say. They say capitalist is democracy. Remember, they have to make that equation. They can't call capitalism slavery as, as what it really is, right? So they call capitalism democracy. But in this capitalism, you work for a corporation, you have no say in what that corporation does. And if you doubt it, ask Milton Friedman, the, one, of the, the grand, one of the new new fathers and uncles of capitalism. He comes out and he tells you specifically Corporations are to do nothing social. Their sole responsibility is to make profits for their shareholders. So you go and work for the corporation, you have no rights. You are a slave. They tell you when to come to work. They tell you everything. However, in, in a cooperative, what we like, free enterprise, in a cooperative, all of you who are making these widgets pool together, given that you are making the widgets, somebody said, well, you didn't invest the money. Yeah, but I, I'm not investing the money. I'm in, investing the human capital. I should have just as much rights as you. You can't make this widget without me. And I don't have the capital to pay for the equipment to make these widgets. So we should be on equal footing. Capitalism says, no. Free enterprise says, we come as a cooperative to build things. And we will all partake of the spoils because we are all re required. They cannot build it without us. What gives capitalism says capital over humanity. So therefore, if I want my rights in a corporation, they tell me to go to hell or go somewhere else. In a cooperative, democratically, we determine what we want to do. And that's how it works. There's nothing democratic about capitalism, and that's what few people understand, okay? The truth is, the Marxist leaders want power over people. No, the capitalist leaders have power over people, and they use it over people. Every solution you've come up with has been to resort to government to impose it. No, if, if you tell me every solution I have re, re, goes back to government, I said, I'll say thank you very much. Because if you tell me that a lot of the solutions that I, I root for comes from the government, you're right. Because the government is we the people. And we, the people, determine what government is going to do. So I have no... 
for those people who say, oh, no, they, they hide from you wanting government to do things, I won't hide. I want the government to do a lot of things. I want the government to control pow uh, electrical power. I want the government to control banking. I want you to control your own restaurant. I want you to control your own. If you want to build an iPhone or a, a droid, I want you to control that. But for the things that all of us need as a functioning society, I don't want it in the hands of private companies. I don't want my health care in the hands of private companies because they don't care about my health care. They care about the bottom line for their people. So it, I am not upset that you tell me I want to give the government a lot of work to do because what that is saying is I want to give we the people a lot to do. So thank you very much. And then he continues. First of all, Antifa is not a – no, I, I respond to Mike Cisak now. First of all, Antifa is not a group. It's a meme people follow independently and act on. It stands for anti-fascist at all cost. I do not follow the meme as I am willing to put the time into changing minds first. The caricature that BLM is some Marxist organization is shallow. Just like any group, it, it comprises various ideologies. But first and foremost, to ensure that the lives of black people are no longer taken for granted. Anyone who does not see the need for this is willfully ignorant or simply live in an alternate state of reality. You need to keep listening to politics done right. It will eventually emancipate your slavish adoration to that which has screwed you. Eventually, the mental chains will be broken. Till then, not to worry, I genuinely love all my brothers and sisters, irrespective of their levels of enlightenment in the cause for humanity. That's my response to him. Then Ledo jumps in. The fact you see nothing wrong with this is part of the problem. You, Egberto, seem fine with the corporatocracy pushing Marxist propaganda. It's odd considering you rail against corporations constantly. Somehow, I'm sure you would be enraged if these same corporations were celebrating traditional American values. What the hell are traditional American values? Let, let, okay, you're a hypocrite. Let me define traditional American values, okay? Because this is so funny. Traditional American values. All right. Let's talk about how America was founded. Traditional American values. Let me tell you. I want to say that we have progressive American values. I am an American. Progressive American. Why? Because we have evolved or we, have, we are evolving into goodness. Because how did America start? America... Traditional American value says, come to somebody else's land and take it. Traditional American values say, those that don't want to leave after you force them to leave, say, kill them. March them out. Every man, woman, and child, destroy them. Kill them. Traditional American values say, the work that you can't do on your own or you can't get some of these people that are already here to do, Go buy people from somewhere else, enslave them, and have them do the work. Traditional American values. Traditional American values. Go ahead and you need to build a Pacific Railroad and you want skilled people who can do it? Go ahead and bring some uh, Chinese people in. Have them build a railroad and then treat them like third-class citizens and make sure that they cannot be American citizens. Traditional human values. Traditional American values. Let's not go there because traditional American values as defined would not be too kind to people who look like Daniel Ledo. 
And the funny thing about it is that most of the people who look like Daniel Ledo were good people being screwed by the capitalist, but just being told, at least you're not slaves. At least you're not indentured servants. Even if you're poor and eating leather, at least you're not them. Okay? That, so I, I would love to have the traditional American values debate because, you know, you have that, you have the, 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 the new caucus, the uh, America First Caucus, whatever the hell that means. The American First Caucus. We are going to talk about America First. Brother, America became, America attempts to evolve to be good. Evolve to be good. It wasn't good. Ask the natives who live on native who live on reservations whose every treaty was broken. You think they like traditional American values? To them, traditional American values says you don't you don't follow the treaty you've signed. Traditional American values? Ask any black person right now who is permanently permanently behind, not because they don't want to get something, but because structurally speaking, they started, they started way behind and they can never catch up to somebody they're equal without any mitigation. Because if they could build capital with their house and you couldn't buy a house, that other person who could build a house will be way ahead of you going forward. Traditional American values. By the way, folks, I know Patrice Colors personally. I try to reach her. Uh, she's not returning my emails. But, uh, but I tell you, uh, I would like to reach her to talk to her because she's being maligned with that 1.4 million small house where that place is. It's small. It's not a big deal for the neighborhood that she's in. But anyhow, this is a woman who's written books and all that kind of stuff. It's not... I, I, it's not BLM's money that's paid for that house. It's her own money that's paid for that house. She's written books and done quite a bit. Thank you very much. Daniel Ledo, how can America now be good if it's a wash in white supremacist and systemic racism? I, I said um, America is becoming good. And there are not, the majority of Americans are not white supremacists. But the white supremacists are very loud and they're, they, they have gotten power in Congress and, and, uh, uh, gerrymandering has given them an inordinate amount of power because of, well, you know how gerrymandering works. And as far as systemic racism, I, I am a business person. I've had several companies. And I can tell you how systemic racism has affected me. In fact, I'm adding that to another book. Several different, I had three, four businesses that I can give you specifics. I'll just give you a short story, real short story. Real short story, Z modem protocol is the way you transfer files between two computers. It's a particular protocol. I didn't have it, but I had X modem, Y modem, Kermit, and several other protocols that I wrote. And I had the underlying serial structure, the communication structure that everybody uses, from IBM to, to, to uh, Boeing, all these guys use my software. And I had the basal part of the software. And 
we made a deal over the phone. All that we needed to do is for me to come. I had the contract in my hand. It's for me to deliver the contract at Comdex in Las Vegas. And uh, the person never knew who I was. All he knew is that I had an accent, and he figured it's a Latin, in his opinion, it was a Panamanian Latin accent. So given his own prejudices, he made a few assumptions. And when I went there and I turned my badge around and I went there and, you know, went to, his, to the booth. Actually, they had a big booth and I went there and I said, hey, guys. Um, and I sat there with my, I didn't have my name on my, my card because I always turn it around because there are a lot of booths that I visited of the corporations who use my software. And I didn't want to have my name on. I just like to go in as a regular person to see, the so see how they're using my software. So I went to this guy and I forgot to turn it around when I was going to see him. So he looks at me, one of the guys in the booth, look at me and says, may I help you? You know, started with an attitude. They were nice to all the other people around. I'm sitting there waiting for them to finish a conversation with another person. And this other guy, after he finishes the conversation, just comes up to me and coldly says, may I help you? Sort of like, what do you want? So, uh, you know, I, I, I figured, okay, I'll just play with it. And I flipped the stuff, my name tag, and I said, oh, I'm Egberto Willis. Oh, you're Egberto? Oh, 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 uh, hi, how you doing? Hey, John, 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 this is Egberto. Oh, Egberto, Willis? Yes, I am. That you are going to, you know, I'm just here to sign the contract for our technology transfer. And uh, he said, oh, you know, uh, um, Egberto, um, we've been rethinking uh, how we're going to, how we're going to handle this and, uh, uh, let's let's hold off a while and so forth. And I said, okay, no problem. And I, you know, I'm boiling on the inside. My wife is at the hotel in the at the Comdex, and I go out there, and then I unloaded and I just broke down. And I I can't, you know, once again this is happening because it has happened before. The good thing about the internet is you could always work behind the scenes. Nobody really knew who you were. But I had to go to sign a contract. People weren't doing electronic signatures and all of that then. So I go, so, um, you know, a few months later, I get a call. They call, hi, Egberto, how you doing? I hadn't heard from them for months. Uh, uh, you know, we have the Z modem. We're, we're ready for the technology transfer. What it means is that they couldn't get somebody to transfer the same technology that they were paying for from me on a per copy basis and wanted a license for. And they couldn't, they, they couldn't quite get the deal done, and they wanted me to do it. And I said, oh, that, not to worry about it. I no longer need the transfer. Click. I hung up. I was stupid because what I should have done is made the deal, but this time sock it to them with the price. But that's just now how I function. So I just thought I might, you know, when, for those who just think, th those of us who talk about racism, you know, racism isn't saying I don't like black people. I don't like Latinos. I don't like Caribbeans. I don't, that's not racism anymore. Racism isn't calling you the N-word. I prefer that kind of racism to tell you the truth. I prefer somebody comes outright and tells me, I don't like you, whatever. Or I don't want you around my family. I, I rather that. The subtle racism is the systemic racism, the structural racism that we talk about. That is the real thing. That, that matters, that many people just don't understand. And that is one that I wish more people would understand. Uh, They're they are about to read the verdict. Great, great, great. I'm glad to hear that. Eric, thing is cool. Good story. Patterning, profiting from your labor while downplaying your contributions. All right, let's see. Uh, 
Joy asks any white person if they have ever told they speak well for a white person, and they'll ask any question about racism. I mean, it's amazing. You know, Bridge, you get it so. You, you, I mean, Paul, you, you you get it so right. You know, and and most people don't think they're. You know, and and, and I and again, I don't mind. I have a lot of racist friends because they don't know they're racist. And we will have conversations. And after I say, well, how, I will reverse it on them, just like Paul Fleming just do. And then they'll say, oh, my God, Egberto, I never really thought about it that way. I never really thought about it that way. And that's how you make change. And that's why I tell people when folks call me the N-word or they call me all kinds of things, I don't get mad anymore. I've grown out of that. I get more, uh, I feel more of a concern for the person who have to devalue themselves to think that way about somebody who exa knows exactly who they are and who is very happy within their own skin. You know, when you have to do those things, I wonder about how do you feel about yourself? When you have to, when you have to devalue somebody else to have some implicit value yourself, I wonder more about you than I wonder about anything else. And, you know, it, 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 it is really sad. It's really, really sad. So, I mean, call me names. Call me Marxist. Call me the N-word. Call, uh, call me whatever you want to call me. It won't offend me. It simply tells me that you need a lot of help. And I, and I don't mean that in a condescending manner. When you, when you start to feel that my hue, my color, my whatever is somehow or means something other than it just being pigmentation, in 20, in 20, you're my sister, Bridge, in 2021, when you tell me that means something, how can I not feel empathetic towards you? And that's what I try to tell my black and Latino and Caribbean and Asian brothers who constantly have to be hit by racism. I always tell them, don't sweat the person calling you by those racial stereotypes. Don't sweat that. That is not the issue. Don't sweat that. What is the issue is the structural racism. What is the issue is the codified racism right? That's what concerns me. The racism that prevents you from getting a home at the same price. When they do studies that find out how much do you pay for insurance, how much do you pay for all these features, there are two prices, right? And th these studies have been done over and over again. And it happens all of the times. So my thing is that I tell my my uh, people of color, don't let the name, don't let the N-word, don't let the S-word, don't let all those things affect your way of thinking. Be empathetic to those who feel they have to use those words. But what you should be pissed about, what you should fight for, is the structural part of racism. That part where it is codified. That part where says, you know, and, and it started with the foundational document, the, with the Constitution. And white people that didn't have property should be just as pissed. Though my brothers and sisters in Appalachia should be pissed. When Eric Hayes, my brother here, says, 
oh, uh, that Biden is paying off those people in Appalachia, the coal miners. I said, no, he's not paying them off. He's paying back what was stolen from them. But you see, they didn't see it that way. They thought our brothers and sisters in Appalachia with black lungs dying, mercury infestation, and getting low, you know, not making the kind of money, the executive who is making all the money from the profit from the electricity made from that coal, from the factories that use that coal, all of those people that made good money without the risk of black lungs. Without the risk of black lungs. Those are the people, they're not getting paid off. We couldn't afford to pay them off. Black people that... That people complain about, don't talk reparations, don't talk reparations. White people are going to go crazy. Hey, hell, I'm going to say something that is very controversial. There are some, not all, very few, but some white people themselves need reparations. Not like from slavery type, but it's a different thing. And I say, the reason I say I get in trouble there is that black folks are not going to say, brother, what the hell is wrong with you? And I say, if you're going to be fair, you're going to be fair. The coal miners whose lungs we used for a good life, they require payment too. The brothers and sisters whose parents could not build a nest egg for them because of a capitalism that used their bodies without pay, they deserve reparations. If we want to be honest about what capitalism has done to people in this country, it has done the worst, yes, to black people. No, it has done the worst to the indigenous people because it took their land to make things of. So if we really wanted to get a level of equity here, there's a lot to be done. And all those people that are running around talking about America first, America first, they can't understand what's going on. They don't. And Daniel Ledo, you can leave. But who knows, maybe you need re- maybe some of your relatives need reparations for what some of them have gone through. I don't know. Again, Daniel just says, I am done. I can't listen to this drivel uh, anymore today. Berta lies are strong today. Tell me what lie have I told Specify the lie that I have told. Please tell me. Because everything that I've said is absolutely backed not only by history as reported by Zinn, which is a real history of America, but even the history reported by the revisionists. Exactly. We we didn't get no 40 acres and a mule, brother Roberto Lewis. We didn't. We didn't get any either. So, I mean, before uh, it's, ta- it's past my half hour. It's time for me to ask for support. Folks, if you are on YouTube, please support this channel. We only tell the truth, unlike what Daniel Ledo would say. And we also include everybody. We love everybody. We want to make sure everybody has a voice. You have a voice. Everybody has a voice. Please go ahead and click that Join button. If you click that Join button, you can become and support our Politics Done Right Posse, PDR Posse as named by Bridge MCP. And not only that, but you can actually go ahead and purchase her the cup that was designed beforehand. If you're not on YouTube, 
you can go ahead and just go to politicsandright.com slash YouTube to, to join us, politicsandright.com slash YouTube. But guess what? We also have a cup for this group designed by Bridge MCP. It, it shows our unity, meaning on all sides, right, left, everything. And that link that I just placed on there to get the cup. Please go ahead and consider getting the cup as well. Now, uh, if you look at the screen right now, you'll see what the cup looks like, and you'll see the people who've gotten the cup, some of the people who've gotten the cup. You can also support us via something called Patreon, which is what we need a lot of, Patreon. Please consider supporting us via Patreon, politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P as in person, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can support us via PayPal. PayPal is spelled politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. The book that you see on the screen right now, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, you can get that book at Amazon. You can get that book at Amazon. Here is the link at Amazon to get the book. Uh, but if you want to go ahead and uh, take the middleman out of the, out of the loop, you can get it directly at our store, politicsunright.com slash store, politicsdoneright.com slash store. Again, please support us. We need you. We could not possibly do this without you. We definitely cannot do this without you. Anyhow, the verdict is reached. Chauvin is in the courthouse. So we're going to hear this pretty darn soon. And it better be what we expect. That's all I'm going to say. It's better than what we should expect, I hope. Anyhow, uh, let me just give you guys some interesting news. You remember, everybody remember who Ted Nugent is, right? I just thought I might bring this up, you know, because you have these guys misleading Americans all along. Ted Nugent did a Facebook message, and guess what? Ted Nugent was sick as a dog. Why was he sick? He got COVID. And unfortunately, he puts out a video. Thank you very much, Bill Colbert just became a member. Thank you so kindly. We'd love to have some more members. Bill, thank you very much. Let's go ahead and get you on the screen, Bill. Let's get you on the screen. We have a new member in Bill. Uh, Bill just became a new member of Politics Done Right. We really could not do this without the likes of Bill, Bridge MCP, Roberto Lewis, Norman uh, 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 Rodnin, and all our great, great people. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to say, thank you, my brother. We just could not do this without you. And at the same time, I always like, you know, I always like when somebody becomes a new subscriber to put them on the screen because it's just the right thing to do. You spent the time to uh, support us. The least we can do is spend the time to tell you thank you. And there you are. Thank you, Bill. I, 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 we could not do this without you. And there you are on the screen. Welcome to Politics Done Right. And I'm sure Bridge MCP is going to tell you welcome as well. Welcome as well. So again, there you are on the screen. Thank you so kindly. Any more, any more joiners? I, wanna, I, I would love to stack that stuff all the way up to cover my face. So come on, somebody else, while we're on the air, why don't you become a new member of the Politics Done Right Posse, the PDR Posse. Roberto just says, welcome to Politics Done Right. Thank you, Roberto, for welcoming our newcomer. 
thank you very much for welcoming our newcomer. So yeah, so Ted Nugent got it. But I want to, the reason I brought up Ted Nugent, people say, why are you going to give Ted Nugent some time on your show? I'm going to tell you why. Let me tell you what Ted Nugent tells us. We have right-wing listeners, so I want them to know. Ted Nugent said, I went to the doctor, and the doctor said, I came back positive with COVID. And I asked the doctor, doctor, if, if my test is po- was negative, what would you have done differently than my test being positive? And he said, the doctor said, nothing. Huh? Okay. For some people, the doctor would say nothing. And he's right. The part that Ted Nugent didn't say is knowing, is knowing, Ashley, my beautiful daughter is watching me. Love my baby. She's on. Anytime my daughter watches me, it just brightens me up, guys. I'm just sorry. That's just who I am. But anyhow, um, look, let me tell you. Ted Nugent, this is what he said. The doctors said they wouldn't do anything different. But what I want people to understand is the following. I want them to understand that the reason they want you to know you have COVID is so that you don't go off and infect somebody else. You know you have COVID. The expectation is that your behavior would be different than if you just thought you had bronchitis. But there's more to the lie that he told. The doctor would evaluate your condition and determine if you needed a serum. Even if you are, you know, is it time for me? Can we use the serum to make your case a little bit less severe? That's what they would do, the doctors. The doctors may also determine if they need to give you some steroid. And my daughter just says, who is a pre, uh, not a pre-med, she's uh, six months away from a med, 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 uh, uh, med degree. She's trying to get herself together, staying healthy, trying to work out. My baby works hard. My baby really puts in. Every one of you guys know my baby had a little mishap, a little stroke. And like nobody else, this girl has been, I've never seen somebody fight to recover like my baby has. She's my hero. Anyway, continuing, continuing. Listen, guys, um, as I said, the reason I, I put a lot of these right-wing things on as well is for my right-wing listeners, whether they're, and brother, brother not all of them are, not all of them are, uh, let's see, not all of them are trolls. Eric Hayes is not a troll, and he's my right-wing brother. I love Eric. In fact, Eric and I are going to go get some coffee. Eric, let, let, maybe this weekend, I don't know, depending on if I finish my book or not. We have good people, good, good right-wingers listening to the show, and I love them too. But I make sure, because they are infested by a media that has plausibility, that gives the truth in a plausible, that gives lies in a plausible manner. Okay? In a plausible manner. So I will always speak to them respectfully. Even Lado, I'm very respectful to Lado. CSAC, I'm very respectful, respect, uh, respectable to CSAC. I must. I must. You don't have to be. But for what I want to accomplish, one of the reasons I wrote this book, I can't write this book and then tell Daniel Lado and CSAC and Smith and others to go to hell. I can't do that. It would be out of character, first of all. 
my goal is to be an effective person who makes change. And at times, I have to bite my tongue. At times, I have to put myself in the back seat. At times, I have to take the crap. And you know what? Where necessary, I am willing to do so. You don't have to. But I am willing to do so. And you know why I'm willing to do so? Somebody has to do it. We have to have that connection. We have to have that interface. Look, I only have five minutes left. So I'm gonna, since I did my ask late, I'm going to do it again. So folks, please, 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 if you are, join Bill Corbett. Please join Bill Corbett and become a member, a supporter of Politics Done Right through the PDR Posse. Okay? Through the PDR Posse. Join Join. Click that join button. Click that join button. And if you are on one of the other networks, meaning Twitch or you're on Facebook Live or one of those, uh, just go ahead and click politicsandright.com slash YouTube, politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Uh, if you want to get our book, go ahead and go to the Amazon link that I'm just placed in the feed. And guess what? If you want to get rid of the middle person, I would humbly suggest that you go to our store, politicsunright.com slash store, politicsunright.com slash store, and there's a link. But what we need a lot of right now as well, my dear brothers and sisters, is support via Patreon. And how do you support us via Patreon? politicsunright.com slash Patreon, politicsunright.com slash P-A-T-R-E-O-N, or via PayPal, politicsunright.com slash PayPal. Look, I couldn't do this without you guys. I really could not do this without you. When I made the transition to come to do this full-time, part of it was altruism. But the other part is that all of my websites were doing so well. They were doing so well. I did a whole lot of ads on the website and my and my a lot of my stories went viral when I posted it to Facebook or YouTube. They used to go viral all of the times. In one day, Facebook changed your algorithm, YouTube changed your algorithm, and I lost 90% of my income, which means I needed to change the model, which meant a crowdsourcing model, which means you guys directly supporting truth, you guys directly supporting this sort of a media, which is necessary because you're not getting it from the mainstream. And you know, uh, this is one part of the media where you get answers. And all of you who know me, when you send me emails, sometimes it may take me a day, sometimes it may take me a week if I'm filled up. I return your emails, I return your texts, I return all these things because this is your media. And when I say that, it's not, I'm not saying that because I want to be nice. I'm not saying that because it's just a cliche. I'm saying that because that is the way it is. So what I want to tell you guys, all of you that are supporting us right now, thank you so kindly. I couldn't do it without you. And uh, we'll be in touch. And by the way, now that we are all uh, vaccinated, I'll probably be traveling again. There are times that you're going to see a GoFundMe that goes out and say, hey, I'm, I need to go to Netroots. And Netroots is only paying me my my, 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 radio, my radio lane. So I may come and say, we need a GoFundMe to Get that ticket to get out there. And if I'm coming to your city, you know that we will be going for coffee. And you know that you're going to come on my show at the venue and we're going to talk. 
because that's what I've always done. Check out all our net routes. Check out all the places we go, whether it's, it's to uh, Wisconsin when we did the democracy convention, when we did the, uh, the, all the occupies in San Diego, in Rhode Island, in Delaware. We've been to all those occupies. And when we meet people that, uh, that's been with our show for all this time, we make sure to have you on board. So whatever city I'm in, I'll let folks know, and we'll meet but I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. Thank you for uh, Bill Corbett. Thank you so kindly for becoming a new member, a new, a new supporter of Politics Done Right. It is your show. Thank you. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.